0: Welcome to Space Action Podcast, the official podcast of Space Action Heroes, a webcomic you can find at SpaceActionHeroes.com. I am Chris Carson. I'm Deniso Sharma. Hey DC, how's it going? Oh, it's
1: going. I promise... Hey, ho- uh, everyone, oh. that we're not going to uh, do another 15 minutes of our personal lives. A lot of people were <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ, I just want to hear
0: about WandaVision and not your guys' <laughs> personal. So many people gave me shit. So. And we just wrapped it up at the end, being like, and WandaVision just happened. Bye. <laughs> Baby's crying later.
1: Promise that won't happen. Obviously, we all know why we're here. The Series finale of well the,
0: the last the two WandaVision. episodes the one division yeah they, they keep they're saying it's a series finale like it's done she done no no but uh, we only did till episode seven last week or two weeks ago so oh no I'm last... just
1: saying yeah I know I'm just doing the, the last moment out
0: so yeah it's all done now we're here to fucking finish what we started it's all done now and uh, I'm gonna just say spoilers right at the gate because my opening folly it was the first thought I had after watching the finale was the um, the revelation that Quicksilver was just a dude and and so but that felt like um like it was definitely a joke to make all of us go oh they're opening up the X-Men universe such everyone... a fuck you to everyone but that's the thing. It I kind of a, respect it. I do, but, like, at the same time, it was such a weirdly mean-spirited joke. Like, yep. I, I equated it to the joke of when you put out your hand to shake someone's hand, and they go, ha, ah, and pull your hand away at the last second. Sure. And you're like, yeah, I guess that's funny, but it's also kind of a dick move, guys. And also, like, the salt <laughs> in the
1: wound is just Evan Peters going, <laughs> Booner. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I and was like, like,
1: after weeks of... Of everybody spitballing all these theories about mutants and Mephisto. I'm like, that's what it came down to. Literally yeah. a boner joke. Like, I, yeah. again, I kind of respect it just because I'm like, fuck you. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's,
0: it's such an odd choice to be like, like, we are the biggest movie studio in the world right now. Like, the average person knows we bought Fox and we bought the X-Men. So we're going to just like completely like practical joke you into making you all look like idiots. But like Jesus, guys! keep in mind,
1: this is coming from the same studio that produced the Star Wars sequels. So do you think <laughs> to maybe some extent, like Disney just leaned over to Fike and he was like, fuck what the fans think. I want you to put <laughs> as many fucking theories and like loose ends in this thing just to <laughs> piss them off. Because they didn't say anything. Everyone was going nuts about Mephisto this and fucking X-Men that and multiverse. And they." Like, Ultimately, they just stayed quiet. Just
0: nothing happened. Yeah, oh no, they they didn't even stay quiet. They actively made their cameo a "fuck you" cameo. not that's not what we're doing. Bye. Oh, my personal fair, I got to
1: bring up, dude. One, I think Bettey Vision is becoming one of my new favorite fucking oh, characters.
0: Better than Superman at this point. Yeah,
1: because I, whenever I was wee, one of my favorite superheroes ever because of the Justice League cartoon was Martian Manhunter. Yeah, and like this is the closest I'm going to get to the live action Martian Manhunter. He's just oh, this good. intellectual being who doesn't understand human beings, but will gladly
0: defend them. You know, yeah, like. Yeah. Oh wait, DC, wait! Didn't you hear Martian Manhunter will be in the Snyder Cut of the Justice League? Oh yeah, he's <laughs> uh,
1: yeah yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get to the Snyder <laughs> one at all, but him. but yeah, I, I love that. So Bet a couple weeks. Ago. I got the article, man, right here. The by pure virtue of the fact the dude was like, oh yeah, there's an actor. In it that I cannot wait to work with. I've been waiting my whole career like yeah. actively trolling the fans. Like people were oh. saying Patrick Stewart and all this. He's like, Yeah, yeah. But my favorite is he was on uh, I think a good morning America or something. Um, I got the quote here. So he says, You know when you say <laughs> you know when you think something's going to be funny and you say it and then you actually panic about it, which is what I did because fans started guessing who it might be, and they were guessing people like Benedict Cumberbatch and Patrick Stewart, and I was thinking God, that's a good idea. <laughs> it was like, it's well, apparently one of the showrunners was quoted as saying like, Yeah, Paul's gonna have to answer for that on his own. Like I've got nothing oh, for it. His own, <laughs> you dug, dug his your own, own grave. Man. Yeah. But that's yeah. such an Englishman's joke to be like, oh, yes, there's someone I was dying to work with in the last episode,
0: T. And I was like, oh, Paul, you wonderful son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a son of a bitch. <laughs> um, overall, though, I do have to say, I I don't know, I was sort of, like, really enjoying the bizarre uniqueness of the show being this little, like, exploration of grief through decades of sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And it did sort of end up devolving into standard Marvel Fair and I was kind of disappointed by that but, but it's still a comic book show so like you can't expect the sopranos right but at the same time it was like you started being so lofty and bizarre that I was hoping you'd maintain that See, and cause then I, he, you know,
1: I had a similar feeling because the last two episodes like when, when we last left off on space and podcast, yeah. Uh, Wanda was in the basement. She hadn't quite done her whole uh, "It's a Wonderful Life," where she <laughs> goes back in time, right. and sees all the high, the best of real of the Maximoff family, the best of
0: her life. Yeah. Um,
1: but what what I what I realized, like, like an idiot, on the last podcast, I was like, Are they gonna do future sitcoms? Because you know those pop, that old chestnut, you know, Chris, those future sitcoms that people always do. No, of course. Right. Whenever she comes out of like this this condition, she's like, one some page I follow on Instagram put it really well, where the, the whole show's kind of just like her dealing with the stages of denial, of uh, of, of grief, right? Like she right, goes yeah. from denial in the first two episodes, like she's completely immersed in the sitcom, to mm-hmm. anger whenever she like casts Geraldine out and she fights Vision, she takes out the drone, she marches out like, is this yours? Like she's all pissed and shit. Mm-hmm. And then comes the bargaining, right? Like she expands the barrier and all that shit and like tries to keep Vision alive. Like that's her ma- like struggling to maintain this fucking nutty reality. The yeah. depression hits whenever she's fucking like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> like she's clearly not. She's like imploding, right? And oh, yeah. then what I love the most about it is like the last two episodes were just totally her acceptance. So to snap out of the reality and the sitcom of it all, of course it just reverts back to a, the Marvel universe. It's it literally the just universe, it just becomes yeah. a Marvel movie. So yeah. like to that extent I was like, well then what would I expect? Like these movies I know. by That's and large problem, have a very specific tone and feel to them. And the second we were at the sitcom, it went right back to that tone of feeling. Like, right, because this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the playground we're in. Yeah,
0: for sure. And I guess I was kind of hoping that they wouldn't just fall back on their standard tropes. Like, we've had 12 years now of, of their standard tropes. And I was like, maybe this is the beginning of a new stage of Marvel, but then it kind of wasn't. And I, I guess that I, kind of was like, eh, they right. really,
1: I think had their cake and ate it too, man, because like the fact that they were able to unspool this, uh, what, six hour, not six hour, much more like what, three hour mystery before they, they revealed all the answers. That was enough to keep me going where I'm like, the majority of that show is this weird, surreal puzzle And then at the last moment, whenever they're finally like, okay, here's what's going on. Here's the Marvel movie of it all. That's fine. Like to me, I was like, I'm totally fine with that because of course you need to bring this plane into land somehow. So of course it's going to
0: end with two people in the sky punching each other. It's a Marvel movie. Um, but, I guess that's my the, my problem is that the it's a Marvel movie is starting to wear off on me. Where I'm like, yeah, we know they're,
1: they're at least finding <laughs> clever
0: ways of of resolving those situations. Like like I loved
1: the reveal of the runes. Whenever Agnes does the whole Thanos snap and nothing happens, like she mm-hmm. shoots the sparks and nothing comes out, and then boom, it's revealed. Like like Wanda didn't do this this the standard thing of just killing the supervillain. No, she found a very clever and unique way to defeat her. You know, like, using the runes to to shut down her power. Same with Vision. Instead of just having... A, we got our punchy punch fight, but my probably my favorite part... Like, Vision just owning all my favorite moments in the last two episodes. Um, in the Vision fight, where the, the, the ship of Theseus scene. Mm-hmm. Where I love that Vision is so Vision that even evil white Vision will listen to reason. Mm-hmm. So instead of a punchy punch fight, we got, like, this philosophical... Well, rationale of just two androids synthesoids being like all right well
0: if we're both vision then neither of us are you know what i mean so i guess the thing too is like angry punchy punchy white vision wasn't angry punchy punchy white vision that was just vision (laughs) it was just him with his memories turned off yeah yeah they 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 stopped up his memories to turn into a weapon then his memories came back and and oh I'm, i'm that guy gave him a new uh programming but, well, they gave him a ba- like a battle droid program, pretty much, yeah. But I guess it's like Data from Star Trek, where it's like you turn off part of his brain, he's still Data. Like right, it's still his body, still his memories in there. So I thought that was interesting, but then that fell a little. Like I, I, I don't know. I wasn't like, super thrilled with the ending of it all. I didn't think they quite stuck the landing. Really, I was, I was loving the show, and then it, like I said, it kind of devolved back into really predictable standard shit. When it got but to But then the... they did... Oh, but uh, just quickly, they yeah. um, they uh, they pulled a little bit of Mandalorian season two in, the, in that last episode where I'm like, eight things happening are just set ups for your next few series. Sure. And I know that's your Marvel thing, but, but uh, again, like, I just wanted something different, but we got what we got. I mean, in terms of like, uh, this show was just
1: a, uh, a character study about a woman who's dealing with grief. Yeah, I just wanted um, that. <laughs> I, I, I I love that. I don't know. I thought like they, they did a good job of like keeping the Marvel of it all at bay until it was needed at the very end. We're like, we need to have our, we, this is a fucking Marvel movie. We need our big finish, you
0: know? So of course we're going to do the big CGI fight at the end. And then my question is, do you think we need that anymore? Having seen it so many times, don't you think as an audience, we would have been satisfied well, well, with I, a quieter ending? Well,
1: again, I also just rewatched Doctor Strange. So I kind of like the way they're finding ways to avoid or like even the Infinity War uh, ending. Where, like, Mm. you're expecting this big, climactic fight, but they find, like, interesting ways. Like, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Or, you Mm. know, the ship of Theseus. thing. You know what I mean? So, I like the way they're just, like, we're also getting tired of blue beams in the sky and dudes punching. We have to find the the human element to these characters. Like, it's not the same thing for them just to smack around a fucking crazy huge supervillain and just move on anymore. You know, like, that works for the filler movies like Ant-Man 2 or <laughs> Ant-Man 3 yeah form. you know what I mean like this, the, the movies that are just there to get you to the next Avengers flick right but in terms of like they that's all really they had to do here was just set up Monica Rambeau and the Scarlet Rich that's all they were really doing for this series that
0: was their and, end game But like Vision too he's, he's for White some vision. reason just mm. for some reason he just fucked off hey the love of my life's down there fighting a witch I gotta go deal with my own oh, shit yeah. later I, I was wondering <laughs> if it,
1: like if the way I read it because he does it so abruptly is like his programming is to kill the Vision so all of a sudden he's like I am Vision so I just imagine he flew <laughs> into space himself. and killed
0: himself <laughs> I assumed it was uh, it was the, the board table conversation was we don't want to have a man fly in to save the day. This is about Wanda. We yeah. want the we want that. So even though if you reversed it and it was like Vision going through it all, having Wanda come in at the last second to save him would have been poetic and beautiful and great. But you can't have a guy save a girl on a girl power show. I mean, uh, yeah. It's just not how, not how the world works anymore. And also you want to give her her big moment <laughs> with the costume reveal and everything, you know. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. yeah. But, but it would have been great still if, if White Vision flown in and she just thrown him out, not realizing he was not still a weapon. The other just one. have that that one scene to explain where he went. But they, I imagine, in. Uh, Doctor Strange, he's probably going to show up.
1: Yeah, I imagine he's going to have a, like a Captain Marvel and Endgame moment where he flies through a ship or something. Like everything seems something, hopeless, and yeah. all of a sudden, White Vision shows up for some such White vision
0: noise. R- with like face paint on, making purple again. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: do love that Paul Bettany's idea of mean Vision is giving him a little like Sid Vicious sneer? snarl. <laughs> yeah,
0: his little his little sneer. Yeah, oh, I man. thought that sneer was adorable. It's so
1: cute. But, god damn, I think, has Vision taken the the, uh, the award officially of superhero who's died the most times? He's up yeah. to three now.
0: He's, he's dying. <laughs> I guess, technically, if you want to get technical about it, the Vision that died in this series wasn't, it was just her, right? It was an extension of Wanda's personality. Okay, sure, she, but he
1: didn't seem to enjoy it any more than the last
0: time. <laughs> he, did not, like, yeah. he did not seem to enjoy it whatsoever, no. <laughs>
1: That that part was gut wrenching. Whenever, like you know, Agnes was like tear down the hex, so she starts to tear down, and her whole family just starts descending. almost exactly (laughs) like in in the Infinity War, like they start disintegrating again. But like there were little television particles. I was like, good lord, that is fucking
0: dark. I remember at one point I was like, oh, they're gonna make her kill him again. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then they didn't. And her her kids,
0: yeah. But then (laughs) she didn't have to like dramatically kill them. They just sort of the kids died off camera. And then Vision got to say goodbye and everything. Or but... did
1: they? Did you see the post credit scene?
0: <clears throat> uh, the one where she's at the
1: cabin? Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think that's all about? Because we hear the kids, oh, presumably from another dimension.
0: Oh, right, as she's in the book. Because mm-hmm. I figure her... She's Dr. It like...
1: Stranging it, reading, like, you know yeah. projecting herself reading.
0: Her astral form or mm-hmm. whatever is reading the Dark Magic book. So maybe that's setting up that she's going to yank them in from a because again the next time we're going to see this character is in a movie called Multiverse of Madness that's right so who knows what, what crazy Scarlet Witch not quite a villain not quite a hero is going to be doing who mm-hmm. knows I find that I found that I like I love that ending that was to me
1: like again if that's what they're this whole show was just a massive retcon if you really think about it it was like we have to take Wanda Maximoff from this Sokovian rebel who like uh, signed up for a, a Hydra experiment to like she had dormant witch powers I yeah. thought that was interesting like the way they retcon the uh, Origin story with the Stark bomb like no 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 they weren't actually trapped in that rubble for weeks waiting for that bomb to kill them She used a probability hex You know as a little kid to shut that thing down and they were fine, but like in her but head the, she's The, she's the torment still, was still there. Yeah, yeah, she's been telling this story that like the torment's still there And I, I don't know just little moments like that or the other one. I really loved was whenever Agnes snaps the entire town out and they're finally coming out of it being like, I haven't seen my daughter. Please tell my husband not to come back here. This place is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in like that, just the metaphor there of like, if you don't deal with your grief yourself, you kind of just project it onto other people. Everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I was just like, just little things like that. I would thought were like
0: the, it, it, again, it made it worthwhile. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, Agatha got done dirty. She's not a villain in the comics. <laughs> it was weird. She's so goddamn evil. Well, <laughs> I'm evil, wondering, evil witch.
1: I think they're going to Loki her. The way Loki kind of turned out to be a good guy in the end, it was helping Thor her run. out. Because, like, you know, her, when the second she was like, you're going to stay here in Westview, I started having flashbacks to Loki in the prison in Dark World, where I'm like, oh, okay, you're just going to keep her on ice. And I, I think right, it'd be right, kind of right, cool yeah. if, if Wanda was going to go on a solo adventure, that would be her sidekick as Agnes. Like, it'd be uh, perfect, you know?
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting, though, because, like, in the comics, Loki is a bad guy with mm. the flip-flops. And the comics, as far as I know... Uh, Agnes is just another witch that's one of Scarlet Witch's pals.
1: I mean, and if you look, but if you so look at
0: what she did, she wasn't necessarily a
1: bad guy. She was she just, just like the this power. is well, I mean, not necessarily just power, but she was like, "What you're doing is fucked up. <laughs> like <laughs> you're displaying insane amounts of power to make breakfast for dinner. You're controlling these people and torturing them." Like I just want your power. I want to know how you're doing it. Like she wasn't necessarily a bad person. Like, well, like she when, didn't do anything to
0: hurt anybody. Really, when she did get the power and Zack Snyder Superman Wanda up in the sky. Which, as a side note, I really wish they kept her hands black. Oh, How yeah. cool would it would have been if just going forward she had these fucking gnarly hands or she even just, like that she covered with her gloves.
1: The tip of Agnes's fingers were like gnarled up in black. Yeah.
0: From so many spells. Cool, they should aesthetic. have kept one yeah, they should have kept one His hands all gnarled. But yeah. then uh. that would have been a cool little like uh, hero trait, like Doctor Strange's fucked up hands. But uh, mm. when she did get when she did get the powers, she tried to kill Wanda. <laughs> she tried to again, shoot it back at her, and she, then it was like, oh
1: again, she's like, this chick's dangerous. Like, yeah. straight up, this chick is, is is wielding a gun and has no idea. Like, she's a kid wielding no a gun, you know what do. I mean? And, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, that's why I kind of like Agnes. She's, she's not necessarily a bad witch. Like, even mm. at the start, whenever, like, you know, they're trying to suck her powers in, out and she just pulls an Uno reverse on everybody and like drains them I'm Trains like them yeah out. Well, you, why were you fucking with her she was trying to be good she legit says well, I'm, I'll, I'll try to be good why are you fucking with her man like leave her alone
0: oh I didn't buy that for a second wasn't she on trial to for dark magic in the first place they were but like what, you were what, using what, what, what evil is dark spells? magic,
1: Chris what, what is dark magic <laughs> <I> <laughs> imagine, let's imagine, not split hairs you're a witch would, you're cutting the heads <laughs> off crows and drinking blood like come on
0: imagine <laughs> sucking the life force out of people I think that's the line <laughs> they were witches she just
1: sucks life force out of other witches it's fine she wasn't sucking uh, it out of like Harold or fucking Dottie or uh just just other witches or Kitty from that 70s show she was fine for the most part except whenever she was like please Uh, let me die
0: (laughs) yeah she really just wanted to die uh, I I did love
1: that part where Agnes is like you're not like she's like I'm not who you think I am and she's like oh no and then Wanda freaks and just starts choking motherfuckers (laughs) Like these little lassies showed up on everyone's deck, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like she could be pure fucking evil. Like I loved just how dangerous ultimately she she was.
0: And she was part of the Brotherhood of Mutants for a really Mm -hmm. long time in the comic. Like she's Magneto's kid, so she always was sort of a villain turned hero. She was kind of a Loki, Mm -hmm. right? So it's it's good that they're exploring her evil side (laughs) totally.
1: And what I love is. They're almost it's almost a little bit of a fuck you to Fox being like this is how you do Dark Phoenix. You guys have taken two cracks at this story. This is how <laughs> you fucking times. do it. This is how you tell a story about a woman whose trauma is like is meta, her power is a metaphor for her dark <laughs> fucking past that's eating away from her outside and eventually mm. she snaps and it all comes out. They mm. they made her earn it, man. Like despite everyone's dumbass Mephisto theories, how satisfying was it just to see in that one episode where like She goes to see Vision. She's like, I don't feel you anymore. She's Mm. sitting there, goes to the plot of land, opens up. And like the little heart on the fucking uh, deed, which calls back to the first episode, the heart on the calendar, you know. And she just breaks and just creates this nightmare. That scene was just like the music cue, the way she did it. I'm like, I I buy it. That woman has Mm -hmm. lost literally everyone (laughs) in her fucking life. And she just loses it. And I was like, yeah, you don't need some like big bad to for her to make a deal with the devil or anything i totally buy that after all this time this woman's just like i'm tapped out how many times have we seen her like in a straitjacket sitting in a prison cell you know like yeah. she's had a fucked up life
0: and it wasn't agatha all along that's a great little microcosm mm. of the whole series <laughs> of being like it was agatha all along two seconds later now nah, not nah, really nah <laughs> That wasn't at all, you fucking morons. Yeah, yeah. are <laughs> gonna yeah. make you all look so stupid on your podcast.
1: <laughs> they did that quite a bit because remember, even in the first episode, Wanda's like, "I don't know how all this started." So you kind of got the impression that she was also under the spell of someone
0: else, of oh, something. Yeah. But
1: then, it, like, when and then three episodes later, Monica's like, "It's Wanda all along." And then that, two episodes after that, it's Agatha all along. And then an yeah, episode yeah. after that, they're like,
0: "Actually, it's Scarlet Witch <laughs> all it's along." It's sorry, Scarlet, all sorry, like, yeah. <laughs> sorry for the whiplash. But. Did, uh, have you gone back and watched any of the earlier episodes yet? Because mm-hmm. uh, last night after I watched the finale, I kind of skimmed through the, the or the first three. And just watching the scenes with Agnes are great. Because now with the new context of why she's there, every line she delivers. Like there was one moment, uh, and I think it's episode two, where they're going to like Dottie's house. And Agnes, Agatha at that point, mm-hmm. is telling uh, Scarlet Witch to like, You know you have to impress this this is the queen bee of the neighborhood you have to impress her and she's just like well won't being myself impress her and just the look of like yeah like of her laughing of (laughs) being yourself yeah that's that's what you're doing that's Uh, what you're doing and there's so many little moments like that with her yeah when the kids when the kids all of a sudden flash from babies to toddlers and she's sitting there being like so hard to control the minds of children. And you're like, at the right. time you thought that was, a, but that's great. That was such a uh, nuance put into her. She was great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, uh, that character is, I guess the personality, the charisma, she, she drove into it. Like, I guess like, she's been in it long enough quantitatively over the course of the series, like she's been in the Marvel universe for about two hours now, but like, regardless, like you're kind of just like, we needed another witch to counter, uh, Wanda. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we needed who, someone who could be her folly. Like, fuck Dr. Like I like him, but he's know. a prick. I wanted someone who had charisma, who could deliver those coy little lines and mug the camera and shit like that, yeah, you yeah. know?
0: And who show, who apparently, for someone who sensed this power and came to investigate, showed up, like, minutes <laughs> after <laughs> after Wanda's reality was created we I mean, good on her for that yeah. maybe she had a, a sling ring that she yeah jumped through hey,
1: yeah well i mean they are in new jersey how far is salem from new jersey maybe it was just complete coincidence uh, yeah. like they were just down the street she's like what the fuck what is the that what f- the fuck is happening <laughs> right
0: now Maybe she saw Wanda um, drive
1: by in her fucking Buick. I don't know why I found that so hilarious that Wanda, Wanda Maximoff drives around in a sedan. A, a sedan. <laughs> Maybe it was because so they can save the big reveal of her flying out in the last scene of the show where she flies out as a Scarlet Witch. But when she's driving into Westview, I'm like you got to pay for gas. you got to pay insurance for that. Thing. You can fly. You fought yeah, Thanos. You, you know why you they doing?
0: did? If you notice, because Disney, I guess, ethically, for some reason, does this before their shows, but they uh, say includes paid promotion before a lot of their series, and WandaVision has that. So I wonder if they just had a deal with Sedan or whatever company makes the Sedan. Well, it was so the, the f- perfect
1: the f- automobile to clock Agnes across the fucking head, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was the message they were going it worked. For.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do want to say I had a, just a couple notes and I've actually done them all except one. Was I was a little the one thing that kind of disappointed me was how like they in Spider-Man: Homecoming they made sure not to mention really what have how spe- sorry, Peter got his powers because sure. it's such a Deus Ex Machina sort of um, um, what's the thing they called Ray. A oh, uh, Mary Sue. A Mary Sue. <laughs> Peter Parker being bit by a spider at random and becoming Spider Man is a total Mary Sue moment. And I thought that it was a bit of a Mary Sue moment that when Wanda just wandered into the room with the soul st- or with the soul stone, right, or the mind stone. Which one does she
1: have? Uh, hold on. The one that's in the scepter <clears throat> is the mind Loki stone because yeah, when we pokes
0: people, it takes over their brains their brains it just like it lifted up and saw her was like you are of great power and gave it her gave her power Mm -hmm. i know it's they don't have a lot of time to tell the story but it should have been more of her own doing like she should have nothing happened the first three sessions and then she wouldn't want to be part of hydra anymore so she tried to escape and grab the stone and you know what i mean like she brought about her own circumstances but that was a little bit of like like just, they tend to do that in Marvel these days because it's all men writing for women. How do we make powerful women? Let's just make some fucking powerful. I was
1: in the second. You said that I was picturing Monica forcing her way through the barrier, <laughs> like, and she just right. gets powers. It's like she really just the, the hex yeah. just gives you powers. Okay, there, there right. it is. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. They ca-
0: and Captain Marvel, the biggest example. Yeah. She just happens to land next to an engine that explodes <laughs> in her face.
1: Yeah, it is decidedly convenient that of all the test subjects that came in to test on the Mind Stone. One of them so happened to have dormant witch powers. Right, And right. also, what so, I'm confused about, so they say in that one scene, no one else has survived the test experiment, so presumably Pietro hasn't gone through yet. They say Wanda's powers were dormant. Remember, like, Agnes has right. lines, like, the, the Mind Stone uh, uh, forced yeah. along what, what was would have died
0: on the branch or something like that? Yeah. So does that mean Pietro had dormant fast powers? I don't know. That's... I- that doesn't make a the retcon kind of destroys some yeah, other shit. yeah because they were they were just test subject experiments and but i now guess is the implication
1: like, that they are mutants and that the mindstone just sped shit up like if, if they want to go that route eventually but then
0: if they're mutants that should have hit at puberty right that's how mutants work when you hit puberty your your powers start to manifest how old? so are they? they're like in their 20s when they go into hydra hmm so that doesn't. I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot with that one. So we'll just have them say boner <laughs> <laughs> and get him right out of the show. But no, I did. I think that's a. It's. A, I think that's an interesting discussion about like all, all men writing all these characters because they make they take the time to have Tony like fail and fail and fail until he finally gets his Iron Man armor and he does it all himself. Yeah, right. Yeah. His actions lead to his consequences. All their female characters tend to be a little Mary Sue-ish and I think that's just lazy writing honestly And, and it's just sense, like well it, we gotta make them powerful
1: yeah in the sense that like like there's no struggle to like I, I see what you're saying like to in the to achieve the sense gain yeah. that Iron Man builds his suit because he realizes he's the villain like he's like oh shit I've made yeah. all these
0: weapons but there's even no even Hulk like Hulk uh, wanted so desperately for his experiment to work he tested gamma radiation on himself uh, Thor Thor had power given to him he fucked it up failed had his power stripped from him away. Had to earn it back and like even Steve kinda... Rogers,
1: like, he's a failed experiment, but he has to or Like, he goes through the fucking trial and tribulation of, like, I'm oh, yeah. not just a fucking song <gasps> and dance guy. Like, I can be a soldier.
0: He throws himself on a grenade to yeah, prove that he's, yeah. he's worthy of the experiment. So they really take the time to flesh that out in their male characters. And their female characters, they tend to just go. It is a little lazy. Boom. Yeah, little, it is a little it's a little lazy. lazy. It's a I, little I mean, razy. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Gotcha. Oh. Take that, Damn. JJ.
1: <laughs> but, like, I, I guess that's. Yeah, I, I guess that's what what made Wanda so fascinating is that like for once they were actually like, what's she about? <laughs> right. Like that's what I I, I was waiting for all with the Black Widow. To. You know, like th- yeah. they, like not necessarily the movie, but just with the character. I'm like, what's this person about? For God's yeah. sakes, give her a personality other than like Cap, <laughs> Hulk, and occasionally Iron Man want to fuck her once in a while. Like, <laughs> Jesus and she Christ. can't have
0: babies. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's, uh, I do notice, and they were doing such a good job with Wanda, that's why I, I think, again, ultimately well, I was a little disappointed, because it was just this great little character exploration, and then they ended up kind of Mary suing her, and it, punching it, bad guys in the sky, I was like, oh.
1: It would have been kind okay. of, like, it made it a, like, no, like, I, again, I'm not going to lose sleep over but I can see what you're saying, that would have been a little bit better, I could see her if, like, she's like, fucking Tony Stark took my parents, I came to Hydra. Trying to fuck like you know, just drive it home a little bit more of like to change the world, blah blah blah. So you actually right. see her invoking the fucking mind. So maybe she uses some of that
0: witchy magic to like. Oh. And even in having the, or some shit you know yeah even having the mind stone like not choose her and mm-hmm. then some and then her actions lead to mm-hmm. it it imbuing her instead of just doe-eyed wandering into a room and going <laughs> and becoming the scarlet witch it's totally peter parker like peter parker is the ultimate mary sue when you think about it Sure, <laughs> he's just yeah. some nerd who ran who was in the right place at the right time that's true but, but other than that though i mean it was really enjoyable i don't mm. want to shit on it too much i just i just wish that they'd stuck with it but um like i mean all my bitching aside it was still the most enjoyable television i've watched yeah. in a really long time and again like
1: in a universe where it's just like we've kind of seen every facet of like every story that they can tell i'm mm-hmm. like you still found a way to find something new like something that was just mysterious and engaging and emotional like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it was if, if this is the route they're going for like these little one off serials. I, I'm intrigued. Like what we were saying last oh. week with with Captain Winter Soldier. Like if they find a way to like break up the narrative, like it's not just gonna be guns and punching dudes. Like there might we might find a way of. I, I trust them, man between Mando That's season what I two yeah. and, and this show. It feels like they're really taking their time on these series over at, at Disney at the
0: Department. I do hope because, like, I do have I do have my hesitation for um, Falcon and Winter Soldier just because it seems like it's going to be the buddy comedy plus um, action movie. Like, like, um, what was the second Cap? That was the uh, Civil the, War. Uh, no, the one before Civil War. Oh, uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. So Winter Soldier is basically just a Tom Clancy movie with uh, helicopters with, with helicarriers and superheroes. I feel like this is going to be Lethal Weapon with helicopters, helicopters, helicopters and superheroes. Which I again, I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, no. I just I'm so. How many times did I say it last year after Endgame? Where I was like, I'm so done with the Marvel format. Right. So I'm like, please don't just go back into it. Please, please, please try and do brand new things. Please. Uh, I don't <laughs> try know. I, and do like, uh,
1: whenever they when they showed the, tra- I remember when they showed the trailers for WandaVision, I was like, this looks weird, but like I'm in. Yeah, me and, too. And then it became something I did not expect at all. I'm kind of got my fingers crossed for for Falcon, Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier? It's maybe the same thing where it's like. Because they're pretty good at what, with the marketing over there, just to be like, we're going to give you just enough that you that you're going to want to watch it, but not mm-hmm. enough that it's going to you're not you're, you're going to be so shocked when you watch the show, like the shit that's going to happen. I'm hoping it, they're going to pull the same trick with that show.
0: I hope so too, but it I, it does sort of feel like the way they're doing it is each like this is going to be our action adventure series. WandaVision Vision was our more of a, like emotional drama series. Mm-hmm. Loki looks like it's just going to be a comedy series, pretty much through and through. So I, I don't know if they're gonna get much deeper than that on their action adventure series. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like they did their they did their indie drama that ended as a Marvel movie. Now they're doing their Tom Clancy that's gonna end as a Marvel movie. I'm trying to think and, of
1: like a serialized like uh, uh, action government so like a, like a Tom Clancy kind of thing that like worked as a serial like i've never
0: seen um what's the one that jim from the office is in jack reacher oh i tried to watch that first episode because i do like that character not yeah. jack Reacher. that's tom cruise it's um jack ryan oh, I do I, like I, oh my that god this character. whole time i thought they were the same
1: i thought no i thought jim was playing <laughs> the television version
0: of tom cruise of tom cruise no 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 oh my god He's the guy from. He's playing the television version of Harrison Ford and Alec Baldwin and uh, Ben Affleck uh, and oh,
1: Okay, okay, that's that's why I'm I'm crossing the streams here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hunt for Red October, Clear and Present Danger. Yeah. What was the other one? Um, uh, The one in Washington um, Patriot Games. Patriot Games. And then the Ben Affleck one, which I don't even remember what the hell that was. I called. think we all chose to forget about. That we one. all chose to forget. <laughs> the Harrison the one where Ford they, ones
1: are just so damn good. You're just like, you they're can't, so good. You can't touch them.
0: The, to, to go off topic for a second, the Ben Affleck one was always confusing because they made it an origin story for the character, but then used the final, or one of the final Jack Ryan books oh, as weird. the story. So it's like, wait, what, what? Oh, <laughs> hey, that's Whiplash. A, that's a back weird and choice. Forth. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, like, we got to adapt a book, but we want to make it a prequel. Look like so you're what?
1: going on your first case, Jack, for the last time. Last like, what? time. <laughs>
0: well, because that movie's one of the biggest, of, like, a nuclear bomb goes off in a stadium in America. That's, like, the climax of events for this mm. character. And he's president, I believe, at time in the books when that happens. Mm. So it's a whole exploration of, like, power and consequences. But this is just, like, some young rookie <laughs> having to deal with the biggest of than ever who ugly <laughs> okay. cries at any given opportunity <laughs> any given opportunity he's gonna totally cry in Zack snyder's cut you know yeah. i'm so excited for that it's gonna I be admit, i am yeah. too but
1: okay i want to ask <laughs> you this it's gonna I'm, be awful i'm gonna ask you an opinion a second opinion here because i've to ask some other people about this i've never mm-hmm. seen the justice league i've never seen batman oh, versus superman no i still haven't watched it yet because i think oh, i told there, you it, I, I downloaded i, I mean uh, uh I rented. <laughs> um, you
0: rented. Yeah, you, you streamed.
1: I legally did <laughs> um, um, the the extended cut, and you know Zach uh, Snyder just extended cuts. BVS? I got about of um, BBS. I got about five minutes in. I'm like, oh my god, nothing's happening. I am good. I'm good. Oh, so yeah. I just I, I didn't even touch Justice League. So now we have a four hour Justice League coming out. Yeah. So yeah. here's, can I just jump into this four hour Justice League, or do I need to watch? BVS, uh, the original Justice League, so I know what they're changing in the cheesy. new Justice League. Because that's um, like four
0: hours, in, and then do I
1: have to watch Aquaman? Do I have to watch Wonder Woman? Do, like, how uh, much
0: do I have to invest here? <laughs> I'm 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 gonna say fuck all of it because they're all awful. <laughs> they're, they're unwatchable movies. Zack Snyder is unequivocally awful at what he does, and I'm pretty sure he's colorblind since he's so insistent on making this black and white. It's like, wait, hold on. Mm. You want to make a black-suited Superman black and white so the audience has no fucking clue he's any different than he was before. <laughs> all right, good job, Zach.
1: <laughs> i just imagine being <laughs> the guy at the costume department, being like, "Are you fucking serious?
0: Are you kidding me? Yeah." And it's all, it's all full frame too, because he like he just liked the yeah, IMAX. What's up? It's
1: IMAX, right? He's going like, but it's he does know but it's, it's streaming. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he knows, right? <laughs>
0: He is. Is he, he knows there's a Pandemic going on. <laughs>
1: That's
0: what I don't understand at all. Like, what are you doing? Black it's and just...
1: white IMAX screen. Uh, Zach. It's um, Zach. It's HBO Max. Uh, we have some notes. Have to, <laughs> do we have
0: to go buy a thirty-year-old TV to really appreciate <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League? No, it's going to be a beautiful fucking uh, piece of shit. Like, it's going to be absolutely <laughs> awful. Like Batman's Superman is get, unwatchable.
1: We get to see the Joker finally adorn his crown Batman horns. Did you watch the trailer? <laughs> Batman. I, I saw the one clip. He's like, "We live in a society." I saw that one. Yeah. That one
0: clip. Um, that is that. I've I rarely laugh anymore.
1: <laughs> no joy. Except you know, for watching no, the fall. No joy.
0: <laughs> it was just stress and exhaustion. Ninety percent of my time. But seeing the trailer where Jared Leto go, dramatically turns over his shoulder and goes, Batman, I laughed harder than, it was like a belly laugh. I couldn't, it was like, I couldn't control myself. My eyes were streaming water.
1: Batman! The, boy, the boy doesn't do much for subtlety, does he? Like, Jared Leto is not a subtle actor, I find. Oh, like,
0: Jared Leto plus Zack Snyder? Oh,
1: That's- <laughs> hunger Hunger. Burn, burn. It's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, bump the brakes brother.
0: Oh my god. Oh, it's gonna be awful.
1: I always think of um I, I guess I'm like I gotta rewatch it. Um Blade Runner 2049 when he's oh, playing Jesus, yeah. he's playing the like the, the owner of the of the, the, the Tani company. But just he has this really obnoxious messiah way uh, like pros yeah. I am the creator yeah. of such yeah. thing I'm
0: like, wow, you're chewing this scenery, even like, when you're subtle. I, I, as a side note, I have to say, you saying I am a creator, you basically just emulated an, an episode of the original series, Star Trek, where they meet a living machine, and it walks around the ship being like, I am awesome, you all are awful. <laughs> and it's, you just, it's just, that's Jared Leto. Cut to Jared Leto with a fucking notepad, taking notes,
1: watching Star Trek, like, this is good, oh, this is good. So, this is so good, this is good. I mean, I make machines, so logically, I would talk like a machine, this is perfect. Yeah.
0: I remember Jared, Leto. like I really enjoy that movie, but Jared Leto scenes, I'm always like, ugh, woof in Blade Runner 2049.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I, I and everyone knows he's creepy, right? Like, yeah, he's this, a that, weird that, fucker. It's yeah, one of those things, him. like the whole Cosby thing, whenever Hannibal Burris added him. Like the stories about Jared Leto are not private like it's out in the open he's got a thing for younger girls and I'm just like oh, yeah. because didn't, didn't it's 30 seconds to Mars band he's infamous for just like prowling on like underage groupies and I'm <laughs> like oh, huh Jesus. and this guy still has a career everyone's just, he has an Oscar we're just
0: cool with this okay well, it's because hey. of the way he says Batman that, that's, <laughs> that forgives any impure uh action all right Jared
1: let's see the text. Tell us the truth. but oh, come on, guys. Don't you want to hear me talk about Batman? Batman. <laughs> well, oh, got... Now that's a
0: star. <laughs> <laughs> that got me a little tingly oh in all the right goodness. places. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate Jared Little so much. And it's such a shame he is the star of one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Requiem for a Dream.
1: Oh, my but God. I forgot. Yeah. You see how you really got to fucking that.
0: upset me there? <laughs> yeah. Go lose my arm here. <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, he's such a fucking he's he's tiny in that movie too now that I think about it he's all heroined
0: out and he's method too so I wonder if he just did he did smack for six months I wouldn't be
1: surprised I was thinking of uh, I think the first time I saw uh, I took note of that dude was when he was blondie in uh, Fight Club Fight Club yeah and I remember watching that movie and just being like this dude could have range you know there's something <laughs> mysterious and interesting about him and i found Bad out <laughs> i found out it's because he likes to send used condoms to people and prowl on shoulder yeah. I'm like oh oh, like,
0: oh bring live snakes on a talk shows because he's the
1: joker <laughs> <laughs> that never happened in the comics jared batman <laughs> i
0: got as you say of all the insane things i can picture the joker doing just playing with a snake <laughs> it's not really one of. Them.
1: It's not really malicious. Like that's something like, it's
0: like a, a, it's a. It's a snake.
1: It's like what a thirteen-year-old goth girl does in her bedroom at night. Like, it's right? <laughs> like,
0: just bite me. I need to feel the pain. No, yeah. uh, Batman.
1: I don't know, man. So, did you, like, did you hear about? Uh, ooh, the the Ray, the Ray Fisher of
0: it all. The no, what's that?
1: Cyborg the the actor.
0: Oh, okay. That's Cyborg, yeah.
1: Yeah, he uh he finally kinda opened up about what was going on with all the the Justice League controversy and all that noise about how he, he remember he was saying like I'm off the
0: project and they were like, Well fuck you, you're never coming back and all this noise. So I don't sh- know any of this. Yeah. I don't like remember I, I I remember being able to watch Ten-minute videos about movie news yeah. a year ago—that ago. doesn't exist in my life anymore. The long
1: short of it, uh, <laughs> let's see: Jeff Johns and John Berg, apparently, over at um, Warner Brothers. I have the—he wrote this little quote on his Twitter page. We're ha- we're saying things like, for example, like remember Zach and I were saying Cyborg was supposed to be central to the whole plot of his original yeah. idea, but once Joss came in, football scenes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. They totally just kind of <laughs> reduced him to this back character and shit. Apparently, Jeff yeah. Johns was quoted as saying, we can't have an angry black man at the center of the movie and other such shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they like, literally just like whittled down his character into like this background thing. And that's what ultimately like he's been talking about the past couple months. But now I'm wondering, since he's getting so confident about talking about it so openly, Zack Snyder's cut's coming out where he's going to be like the central star of it all. Like, Where does one go from there? (laughs) Like, can you get work? Like, Warner Brothers ain't hiring you. Like, he really burned that bridge, but what if people liked Cyborg in this movie? Like, what happens then? So, they just whittled his character down uh, completely, and that's why he's barely in the original cut, the Joss Whedon version. So, now they're bringing him back to the forefront, and, like, this this uh, HBO Max cut and I'm just like it's just I find it so funny that like one studio super team is kind of floundering because they're already rebooting rebooting Superman and everything they're talking about they got their new Batman on the go while WandaVision's being like dude we got Disney Plus like fuck the pandemic we're we're gonna be fine we know what we're doing
0: yeah that's insane (laughs) that's insane that that uh, uh, um, Warner Brothers is failing so hardcore and like it's an
1: ugly kind of fail too it's like oh, there's like Racism coming down from your higher ups and everything. Meanwhile, it seems like Kevin Feige's high fiving everybody at fucking Marvel, and handing out
0: fucking Cadillacs and blowjobs. <laughs> just get, being the the most uh, profitable thing after post profitable thing after most profitable thing. Yeah, seriously. Um, well, I heard hurt. the rumor. The again, I don't have much access to like movie news and shit these days. While well, I do have access, I just don't have time. Um, is the rumor mill is J.J. Abrams, they want to do the new Superman, and it's going to be a black Superman.
1: That's correct, yeah. So they got the uh, one, I forget which, the name of the uh, the writer who's coming on, but uh, basically, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Michael B. Joran picked up the rights to uh, the static universe, the static uh, shock and all that. Okay. And uh, it looks like they're they're developing that movie. What's the name of the writer who's doing the Superman? Though hold on,
0: is in that storyline is Superman Black, or is this just the laziest way to try and generate interest for a character that should probably stop being it's movies because, made uh, about him? Here we go because they've uh, already done so every fucking story the possible.
1: It's because Tanishi Cotes, who's the writer he's working with, he worked on a different uh, a, a specific storyline about. Um, uh, about Superman. I mean, honestly, at this point, like,
0: well, here's the just, thing. Just, here's do, the... just do it. Just do black Superman. Who Well, about? here's my hot take just on black, black Superman <laughs> is that if you're just doing Superman again, an alien that lands in Kansas and is raised by two parents on a farm and is the center of justice and whatever, making him black makes no sense because it's just trying to generate interest. That's all you're doing because you're not and changing also, the character at all.
1: Unless he lands in the backyard of a black, family in Kansas, there's going to be a lot of questions about their sudden adopted kid. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, John, you sure that's uh, Martha's, uh, that's your kid there?
0: (laughs) Yeah. But the other side of it is that if they completely change the origin and go like some like, like trashy fucking, he actually landed in South Central Los Angeles or some shit, make it super stereotypical bullshit, then it's not Superman anymore. Why not make a whole, whole new character that explores the powers of Superman? oh, again, IP, uh, intellectual property knowledge, right. and doing uh, just big, look, look, look at us, we need to make money. Like, it's all just such a money-based thing, which is, just doesn't seem progressive to me. It seems lazy. I wonder so if it's not like, I, don't, I don't know.
1: Like, I think that, like, if Michael B. Jordan, it, like, I could see him playing the role, so that would be great, because, like, he has the the acting chops for it. Like, he mm-hmm. can be charming. He can, He's gigantic like Superman. Like, I could see him playing it. But, like... If that's the angle they're going for, like, they really want to push this narrative of, like, no, look, he's, it's interesting because he's black. I'm like, I don't know if I, I need to see, I just want to see Superman being Superman. Like, I just want to see right. Captain America being Captain America. I don't, his race to me isn't necessarily why I'm showing up to the theater.
0: Yeah. Like, and if you're, yeah. <laughs> if you're exploring, like, the quote-unquote black experience in the United States. Mm-hmm with the powers of Superman, why not make a whole new character? Exactly. Why do you like yeah. why yeah. bother? But, uh, but like I said, the other side of that is if you're just doing Superman again, then it's just a stunt to make him a black guy. So also, it's lose-lose both ways. I love
1: that it's J.J. handling this, because I would just imagine him sitting there, and he's just like, making a character black apparently pisses off a lot of fans and uh, <laughs> generates a lot of buzz about a movie. A lot of huh? buzz, yeah. Huh. It's, all about the, it's
0: all about if whether or not you can make your movie, if you can say this. If you don't like this movie, you're part of the problem. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the second you can like wield the, the that Ghostbusters sword, defense, right? The second you can wield that sword, you know, you gotta love it. You can't say shit about it. Better chance of making money. So it's also it's it's like the um, the Harvey Dent thing from Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Where it's like eventually the truth of why you do things comes out and then you gotta pay for those consequences. It's, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just it's just ends up being ugly all around, you know. I mean, I guess the lesson here
1: is like step away from the superhero genre, dude. Like just get give get JJ over there to do like an original action adventure movie with uh, right. t- yeah, with Tanisha Cotes with the fucking Michael B. Jordan uh, producing it. But or we're not we're never like, gonna get
0: that, you know? Whatever, Mission
1: Impossible. Fuck, JJ. superheroes.
0: I think we could do a whole podcast exploring how looking at the rise of superhero culture is akin to looking at the rise of religion. Hmm. Like how you can make that comparison of like mm-hmm. these bigger than life stories that people take way too seriously, and then eventually, when they go from fiction to fact, that's when wars start, when holy wars and shit. That's mm-hmm. when people get pissed. And at one point, religion was just stories, and then it became fact, and that's when everything went to shit. Right but oh sorry go on what what
1: (laughs) i just imagined a bunch of fucking extremists and joker makeup going like we're all coming for you batman
0: it's coming but uh, i was going to say that superheroes are probably going to like last a lot longer than like cowboy movies and westerns because they hit that note of of theology Mm -hmm. of that of that larger than life person who tells you how to live your life right so keep making superhero movies Try just making new superheroes. Yeah, that's true. Stop just using the same fucking character over and over. Now it's a woman. Now it's black. Now he's Chinese. Now he's a black woman. Yeah. (laughs) Now he's a black Chinese woman. It's like, said uh, $100 million opening again. What, what race is she? Is she gender fluid? Who knows? Let's watch it. Now Superman is bisexual. Like, oh, who fucking cares? Again, I think
1: I've said this before. It, I always think of like that moment from community whenever they're making a, a color spectrum of people and it goes from seal to seal's teeth. <laughs> and then Jeff has that genius line where he's like, "I think not being racist is the new racism. <laughs> the new racism. Yeah,
0: that's pretty accurate. Uh, that's pretty damn accurate. But we started this whole adventure talking about WandaVision, mm-hmm. the last of ba- uh, a show set in a
1: simpler time, where in a
0: simpler, simpler time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> quote that's unquote, right. simpler time, simpler time. time. Yeah. So just just tuck in, folks. Grab some DVDs, sit around with your family, watch it. Like uh, it only takes
0: a few hours, right? That's right. Nine, nine half-hour episodes, mm-hmm. so it doesn't take long. It could be an afternoon. Nice Just alarm. and watching it as one whole thing is actually pretty beneficial, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, I would say so. And then watch it immediately again, so that you can pick up all, on all the bizarre little nuanced moments peppered through the whole series, yeah. which is what happens when you have a plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for where you're going to go with your story.
1: Which is amazing that so many studios can't figure that out. Can't figure oh, that one out. really can't pin that down. It's just like, huh. hey, before we start fucking shooting shit, maybe, like, I don't know, flowchart, graph. Anything. couple, couple post-it notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, well, well, that's, again, a whole... Well, next time we do our Star Wars podcast, all the information about how J.J. Um, Abrams had... That's like the last of my nerd news, I think, before I couldn't watch nerd things anymore, was they were talking about J.J. Abrams did write out a spec script for the trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then they had the interview with Steven Spielberg who said, like, Kathleen Kennedy, did you hear that one? No. Where Spielberg's like, oh, yeah, we met Kathy. She was the uh, she was hired as the girl who takes notes during meetings. And during meetings, she'd always just, like, we'd finish talking and she'd say something like, oh, what if instead of ending up with the girl he ended up with the dog and we'd all just sort of like nod and smile because she was really good at taking notes and so, but i liked her as a person so i kind of like pushed her into the into the producing because she was really good at producing mm-hmm. but her ideas were always just to to do the unexpected twist that makes no sense i see okay, okay. and all, and all okay. of a sudden the entire star wars trilogy goes into focus and you're like, I don't know if I blame Brian Johnson nearly as much anymore. I can see just, that. He was hired to do what he was hired to do. Right? But she is she loves the whole, like, but what if this other outrageous thing happened, which is what The Last Jedi was, which mm-hmm. is what fucked up the trilogy, right? Right, right. Which kind of left it, like, dead on the table. Just absolutely withering on the vine. Because yeah. whenever
1: you just. Because, again, we're rehashing this old fucking. <laughs> this, yeah, well, we, we'll This have dead horse's pulp. But, like. Yeah. You know, whenever you fucking keep flipping the narrative and and doubling back on everything you set up in the last movie, you kind of end up with a big pile of nothing at a the end of it. A big
0: pile uh, of nothing.
1: Yeah, a big confusing pile of just like, so how do I feel right now? Are we, is this a good thing? What's happened? Are they? Are they happy? <laughs> Is that kid at the broom coming back? Like, what, I have so many questions, but it's over. I God just have to leave now. Kid. Yeah, <laughs> and none of it gets resolved, really. Like, yeah. it's just—I don't know. I, don't know. I can see that's a now.
0: whole other conversation we could go <laughs> on. You know, which but I you think know who we doesn't said, do that? What? One division? No, no. They <laughs> are. Other than I have some complaints with the finale, which I already said my piece on. But uh, other than that, tight little show. Tight
1: little show. all right yes. guys. We'll yeah, talk was, to
0: you soon. We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll text and figure out something to watch, and we'll make time for it, and we'll we'll uh, talk about it for five minutes and then go off about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the Space Action Podcast way.
1: That's the Space Action Guarantee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed to ramble about the what is not the topic for the week.
1: <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: All right, sweet.